I'm Madeline Jared, and like most of you, I've watched the infamous Tiger King. This is an example of ethos. Today, I'm going to give my review on Tiger King, the ups, the downs, and the corkscrews. To start, you need to know who Joe Exotic is. Joe Exotic is a 57-year-old man. He is gay, has a mullet, two husbands, and owns a zoo in Oklahoma. Pop some logos in there as well. That's right, you heard me. A zoo. But with lions, tigers, bears, and a whole bunch of oh mys. The craziest part about this documentary is not the zoo or the people, it's the fact that everything you are seeing and hearing is real. Now, Joe Exotic founded the GW Zoo, which stands for Greater Wynwood. Later in the documentary, Joe loses his zoo due to a man named Jeff Lowe. At first, Lowe seemed to be the hero of the story, saving Joe and the zoo from debt that had accumulated throughout the years. But really, Lowe was just in it for the money, power, and downfall of Joe Exotic. Not to mention, Joe had more than one charge against him. The biggest one was the attempted murder of Carol Baskin. If you don't know who Carol Baskin is, she owns a tiger sanctuary in Florida called Big Cat Rescue. Personally, after watching this documentary start to finish, she is an insane lady who killed her husband. Remember when I told you I was going to talk about corkscrews too? Well, here's one of them. Her first husband, a very, very rich man, disappeared. Carol claims he's missing, but his real family is adamant that this wouldn't be the case. <clears throat> also, Carol had tigers at her disposal. Wouldn't it be easy to dispose of human body when you have carnivorous animals? In my opinion, Carol Baskin killed her husband. Case closed. Now, back to Joe Exotic and Jeff Lowe. Joe was arrested due to accounts on attempted murder and animal cruelty, etc, etc. In my opinion, I do think Joe was in the wrong for some of the things he publicized about Carol, such as shooting a dummy of her on his television show and saying how much he would love to kill her. That's not exactly the best thing to have on record. However, earlier in the documentary, Carol sued Joe Exotic and the GW Zoo for trademark infringement. This lawsuit cost Joe Exotic $1 million, plus most of his belongings. According to Traverse Legal, a website for attorneys and advisors, trademark infringement losses normally range from $120,000 to $750,000, depending on how serious the infringement is. Joe merely used the Big Cat Rescue logo slash trademark in his videos every once in a while. Although, he did rename his traveling company Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. Yes, he had a traveling company where he would perform magic tricks. Why? It's Joe Exotic. Nothing's normal about him. As you can see, Carol tried to destroy Joe. His funds were already hurting from his rinky dinky zoo in Oklahoma, and she decided to sue him for $1 million, plus personal possessions. To me, his transgressions were not so severe that he had to be sued that much. This just goes to show how crazy Carol Baskin is. Let's not forget, Carol is not a poor person. Big Cat Rescue makes a lot of money per year. According to BCR Watch, also known as Big Cat Rescue Watch, their tax return from 2018 reveals that they made $4,429,347 in one year. 
Not to mention, Carol received millions from her husband's, quote, disappearance. So again, Carol only sued Joe that much money to hurt him and his business. So how does this all tie back to Jeff being the downfall of Joe? Well, let's take a step back and talk about Jeff Lowe for a second. Jeff had been in the big cat business before he met Joe Exotic. However, he was not very good with his business. AT confirms Jeff's transgressions. The first was in 1988 when his cougar, Rambo, escaped. His cougar had to be shot down by the local sheriff because it killed a neighbor's dog. In 1889, one year later, Lowe was mauled by a cougar and needed 40 stitches. In 1990, again, a year after the last incident, he asked for permission to have a lion in his home. At this point, he wasn't allowed to have cougars anymore. Probably a good call. He was granted permission and, you guessed it, the lion escaped. So I know you are probably thinking, Madeline, I'm not seeing the link here. Yeah, he was obviously an idiot when it came to holding animals, but wait, what made him so bad and how does this tie back to Joe? Well, here's where the story starts to turn. In 2007, Jeff Lowe was sued by Prince, that's right, the singer Prince, for using his trademark on shirts and selling them. That trademark infringement sounds familiar, doesn't it? In 2008, a year later, are we seeing a pattern? Lowe was charged and he confessed as guilty to federal mail fraud. This time, he claimed that he worked for Citizens Opposed to Domestic Abuse Charity. However, I don't think his charity is a-okay with people taking $1 million in merchandise to sell on the side. So this is ironic. Earlier in Jeff's criminal history, he abused his first wife. He beat her and strangled her. Isn't it ironic that now he claims he works for a charity that opposes domestic abuse? In 2015, Lowe had been found not guilty after bringing big cats to public events and large gatherings. After that fiasco, Jeff went back to the world to try to get the thing he loved most, money. He bought a tour bus and named it the Jungle Bus, where people could ride it, pay a fortune, party, and pet baby tigers or other clubs. Also in Vegas, Lowe would stash cubs and duffel bags and walk into casinos and hotels with them. He then used these cubs to attract women to do some not-PG things. So ladies, if a creepy-looking man approaches you and tells you to come with him just so you can see a stupid cub, don't do it. That's just gross. Well, as we say here, what goes around comes around. Lowe was arrested for these activities. He paid $10,000 in restitution and then hit the road to Oklahoma, where he met Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Let's pause for a minute. I know that that was a ton of information, but is it just me or is Joe looking to be a more normal person than this Jeff fellow? To me, Jeff Lowe is a pretty big criminal who has gone off the hook way too many times. That's just my opinion. Okay, back to the craziness of Oklahoma. Jeff Lowe met Joe Exotic in 2015. What a big year for Jeff, you know? He claimed that he was a multimillionaire. During this time, Joe was going through that lawsuit with Carol Baskin that was worth $1 million. See how this is all coming full circle? 
To Joe, Jeff Lowe was a, was a blessing and a hero. Imagine if the business you built from the ground up, your heart and soul was about to be taken away from some psycho in Florida. But then, just when you think that you will lose it all, a millionaire steps in to help you, a nobody. Imagine how good that made Joe exotic feel. That's all pathos, Missy. I'm pulling on some heartstrings. Jeff Lowe tricked Joe Exotic into thinking he had this much money. Sure, he took Joe to his mansion, let him sit in his sports cars. When he showed up, he was in a Ferrari. It made him believe that he was the answer to his problems, his saving grace. What he failed to tell Joe Exotic was that he was behind payments on his Ferrari. He leased the mansion, and honestly, he probably wasn't the best person to help run a tanking business. But Jeff didn't disclose any of this, so Joe happily accepted his help and later put the zoo in Jeff Lowe's name. The story is like a roller coaster. We're finally going up, up, up. Things are turning out good for Joe. And now he has a new, trustworthy, yeah, okay, not sure about that. We'll just say he has a new friend. But good things don't last forever in this story. And soon, everything comes crashing down. An informant for the FBI, James Gerritsen, a friend of Joe's, went to Jeff Lowe to make a plan to bring Joe Exotic down. First, let's get to know who James Gerritsen is. Gerritsen had owned an international wildlife center in Dallas, Texas, says Express. Later, he owned Jungle Paradise Zoo in Florida. That sounds so sketchy to me. In Texas, the ownership laws changed and Gerritsen moved his animals to Oklahoma for Joe Exotic to take care of. This was the first interaction between these two individuals. Garrett looks like a man baby and has had his own past transgressions. Also, this creepy man baby with a bowl cut owned a strip club. Is that beyond gross? Um, yeah, especially from such a sketchy person. Okay, back to the story. So Joe Exotic and James Gerritsen meet. They have a few similarities, which include a love for big cats and a hatred for Carol Baskin. Joe thought that he could trust Gerritsen and talk to him about his hatred for Carol. Little did Joe know that his, quote, friend was really working with the FBI to take Joe Exotic down. Why would Joe's friend do this? Why did he turn on him for almost no reason? Well, Gerritsen had criminal history as well, and he had law enforcement after him. Garrett claimed that it was the, quote, noble thing to do, end quote. He thought it was noble to make sure Joe Exotic was arrested and put in prison for life. Was this the act of a brave soldier? Someone who wanted justice for the animals and Carol? <laughs> that was funny. No, this was just so Gerritsen could get off the hook for his own problems and look like a good guy to the law enforcement. Gerritsen later confessed to Jeff Lowe that he was working for the FBI to try to take Joe Exotic down. Lowe happily helped, and together they got Joe on recordings, and Gerritsen introduced him to a hitman. Really, it was just someone who was in on this whole deal. If you're confused, the FBI needed proof of Joe paying someone to kill Carol, or else they didn't have a strong enough case to bring to the DA. So, together, Gerritsen and Lowe tricked Joe into handing off money which gave the FBI enough evidence to arrest him.
There you have it, a brief synopsis of The Tiger King. Not gonna lie, there's a lot that I haven't mentioned in this podcast. There are many other characters per se, zoos, and craziness. After watching this documentary, I would rate it 5 out of 5. How it was filmed, made, it tops everything else out there. It's a beautiful piece of art in the world of film, and really, everyone should watch it. It's a great way to pass the time and be up on the social trends. Once you watch it, all of those memes your friends are posting on Facebook and Instagram will make sense. Trust me. Overall, it feels like this documentary highlights the dangers and importance of why owning your own zoo and being in the big cat business is both risky and creepy. My recommendation is to watch this documentary, but do not follow the paths of these individuals. That's all for this episode of Media Review. I hope you enjoyed this brief overview of the worldly famous Tiger King. See you next time, all you cool cats and kittens.